Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and the greatest tag team wrestler of all time bully ray and i talk all about the ring of honor pay-per-view from last night that's right best in the world we talk about it a lot of title changes and some great matches we talk about it now on the busted open podcast and we look ahead to nxt johnny gargano and carrying cross for the nxt championship and johnny wrestling himself is our guest right now on the busted open podcast Bully, that's where I want to start is Ring of Honor, best in the world. Uh, we had Brody King on our show last week. What a great spot. Um, what a great pay-per-view. And I actually uh, texted you, Bully, at the end of that show. And when we talk about the best pay-per-views of the year, I'm probably not going to say best in the world, judging from what we saw at Double or Nothing with crowds being back and just the feeling of being in attendance in Jacksonville for double or nothing. The first pay-per-view that I've attended, you know, with crowds back, but man, wrestle wise and what happens in the ring, man, it's hard to beat what took place last night on fight TV. Best in the world, ring of honor, top to bottom, a great show and some great standout performances and bully ring of honor has to do a lot to get back to where they were just over two years ago. That's a step in the right direction, what I saw last night at Best in the World. You told me that the action that you were watching last night was some of the best that you saw, and I would agree with you despite the fact that I did not see the show. I know the level of action the talent in, in Ring of Honor bring to that ring. I know the work ethic. I know the, the type of the type of show that they're giving. I mean, listen, NXT became NXT because of Ring of Honor. AEW uh, became AEW because things things that were working are going on in, in Ring of Honor. There's a lot of different... You, you can see Ring of Honor's influence throughout the wrestling world. Um, so when it comes to the actual wrestling, you're going to see some of the best. 
without a doubt. Um, I, I spent three years there, three years there, and I got to see these guys go out there, and everybody wanted to steal the show every single night, and it was a pleasure to sit back and watch the the Jay Lethals of the world, or the Briscoes of the world, or the Flip Gordons of the world, and Bandito, the new Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, congratulations. I, I, Absolutely. Bandito, great guy. Ultra respectful, very fun to be in a ring with. And you wouldn't believe it, Dave, pound for pound, might be one of the strongest guys in wrestling right now. I've seen Bandito do things like like manhandle Shane Taylor, and that's a big task. So congratulations to Bandito. I'm not shocked that Ring of Honor had such a great pay-per-view, such a great show, but I have to go back to this, Dave, and you've heard me say this before, and this is just being honest, fair, and realistic. If there's nobody around and a tree falls in the woods, does it make any noise? You were tweeting like crazy about Ring of Honor last night. You and about 10 others. So as great of a pay-per-view as it is, as it was, people got to get their eyes on it. Ring of Honor has to find a way to make their show must-see. And from what I know about the company being there firsthand is they don't exactly go out of their way to make any of their stuff must-see. The most must-see time in Ring of Honor was when Cody and the Bucks were there. Would you agree or disagree? Yes. They have to find a way to bottle that energy that was there when Cody and the Bucks were there and make it their own. Unless you do that, Ring of Honor will stay in the same place that it has always stayed. We've talked about it many times, Dave. It would have been nice if Ring of Honor would have picked up the phone and called us during the pandemic, right? Yeah, I mean, we. I want to use our platform to promote this great product because I really do think it's a great, great product. And I'm just going to read a text message that I got from Jonathan Hood, who's the morning host on ESPN Radio in Chicago. And Jonathan Hood uh, texted me this during the pay-per-view. He said, imagine if Ring of Honor had solid TV like AEW. They would be an incredible option for pro wrestling fans. This has been a very good pay-per-view. I couldn't agree with Jonathan Hood more, and it's so true. If they had TV, man, I'm not even like AEW. Even right now with Impact Wrestling, Impact Wrestling uh, this past week has a new structure for their TV. They're available on Access. They're available on Twitch. They're now going to be available on YouTube as well, where you're going to be able to watch their weekly show. That's really going to help Impact Wrestling in the future. Ring of Honor is going to have to do uh, something along those lines to get more viewers on their product. But I will do this, Bully, and this has kind of been our mantra the entire time that you and I have been on the air together. I will continue to promote what I think is great pro wrestling. And Ring of Honor, especially judging from what I saw right now, is great. I'm going to promote it. I'm going to do the best I can to give them shout-outs. You know, three big championships changed hands for Ring of Honor last night. You know, Dragon Lee's their new TV champion. We have new tag team champions in Chris Dickinson and Homicide. And like you said, Bandito is the new Ring of Honor champion. Uh, Top to bottom, great. And somebody that you have been touting on this show for a long, long time. One of the best matches that I saw this year so far is what I saw last night between... Mike Bennett, and Jonathan Gresham. 
I mean, for the pure championship, amazing match between those two. And it's almost a shame. Not a lot of people know Gresham, but they should, especially judging the match that he had with Bennett last night. You're only going to become so well-known these days if you're working within Ring of Honor, and that's just a harsh truth. It is what it is. Uh, I think Gresham does as good of a job as just about anybody else over there with his social media, uh, like Shane Taylor does, getting his character out there, um, talking about the pure wrestling. He's very into that style of wrestling. Um, when they were having the Pure Championship, I did catch Ring of Honor on TV uh, every once in a while when I was up at 2 in the morning and it came on some random channel on cable. That's another problem there. Uh, and they always put on good matches. He always put on good matches. You know, Tracy Hot Sauce Williams. Mike Bennett had a good, uh, good match with him last night, as you were saying. So, yeah, I mean... I don't know how how else to say it, how else to put it. I'm not going to try to get all technical. These guys are really freaking good at what they do. But if you're that good and nobody sees it, what's the point? Like, they have their Honor Club membership. So they're playing to their Honor Club members, okay? Like they, This should have been some kind of breakout event. There should have been a mass amount of push within the wrestling world other than, uh, you know, Mike Johnson did an interview with somebody and then this guy and then these couple of people were on Ring of Honor uh, were on Busted Open and yada, yada. Unfortunately, I don't think Sinclair cares about Ring of Honor the same way Ring of Honor cares about Ring of Honor or anybody else does. Ring of Honor is a much different wrestling company. It's a company that is owned by Sinclair Broadcasting. Sinclair Broadcasting also owns a lot of other stuff. So Ring yep. of Honor just kind of gets in line and waits for their turn. Well, um, I'm glad you said that, Bully. And 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 obviously, I love Ring of Honor. And, and it, we're open up the phones for anybody who watched that pay-per-view and wants to talk about it. 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT-93. But you just said something that triggered something else that I want to talk about. And I was going to bring it up later, but I might as well bring it up now because it kind of goes along with what you just said as far as like, hey, to Sinclair, Ring of Honor is just another one of their products that are on their shelf that they present in their TV platform. Hey, everybody, this is Jimmy Smith, MMA expert extraordinaire, the voice of WWE's Monday Night Raw, and the host of Unlocking the Cage on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. You're in your car, you're at home, you got a lot of time you need to kill, you want a podcast, but you need to hit certain things. You want someone who can break down the crazy world of MMA that I have been in for two decades. You want someone to bring in the biggest interviews inside MMA and outside as well. Got that covered too. You want somebody who can take on all of the pop culture, all the crazy news, everything going on in our insane world outside of sports? Well, guess what? I got your back. Nothing is off limits on Unlocking the Cage. So subscribe today to Unlocking the Cage on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast to hear a new episode every weekday. Unlock the Cage is also available on the SXM app, which is free for most subscribers. Just download it today and tap podcasts. Get started now. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. So, Bully, why don't we go to a call? Let's go out to Big Dave in Nashville who wants to talk about the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. What's going on, Big Dave? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I was there. All I got to say about what happened with Ring of Honor's pay-per-view, Mike Bennett, Jonathan Grisham, that was probably the best pure wrestling match I have ever seen in my almost 40 years watching the business. But my biggest question, and I know that you brought this on earlier, is what in the world is going on with this honor club? I pay for this honor club every month ever since they started. And when when they did the hour one show, the, the pre-show, smooth as glass. But as soon as they got to the main show, bam, nothing. It took me over almost an hour to get back on. Oh, I had to use my computer to get back onto the uh, to the pay-per-view, missed the first two matches, and I was not very pleased about it. And I know you were saying earlier, what are we going? What is going on with Sinclair not doing enough for Ring of Honor? It's the same with Peacock not doing nothing for WWE Network, and I feel I'm getting cheated for paying up all this money and. I just don't feel I, I, I'm going to be, ever be satisfied unless I'm at to start buying all these things, to buy, uh, all these pay-per-views, to fight, net, uh, fight TV again. Well, what's your yeah, take on it? 
and and that's the thing. And, and first of all, you're right about Gresham and Bennett. It, a, amazing match. And it may be, you know, one of the matches of the year. And Big Dave, thanks for the phone call. And what Big Dave is referring to is, you know, Honor Club members were able to see the pay-per-view and there was a problem with Honor Club last night. Um, and I know that Ring of Honor tweeted out during the pay-per-view and people that were having issues of Honor Club could order it on Fight TV and they would refund the money uh, to the customers that did that, which I think is very great uh, for Ring of Honor. But again, it is a problem when you're having a major pay-per-view. Uh, I, I yell to the top of the mountains about Fight TV. I never have any issues at all with Fight TV. All these big pay-per-views outside of AEW and WWE are on Fight TV. Uh, GCW, we've been talking a lot about what's going to happen with Nick Gage and Matt Cardona. That's going to be on Fight TV. So uh, that's where I usually go to watch these pay-per-views. There was no issues there. But, yeah, Bully, there were problems with uh, Honor Club uh, last night for Best in the World. Unfortunately, it's uh, directly on Ring of Honor. Uh, as I've told you many times, I wish Sinclair supported Ring of Honor more than it does. It's horrible that the boys should have to deal with this. We're touting the match between Gresham and Mike Bennett this morning. What if those Honor Club issues would have happened during that match? That, that would have really sucked because, Dave, it sounds like you thought it was the best match of the night. It sounds without doubt. Want. Yeah, there you go. What if that problem happened then? It's just not fair. Um, and as far as what Dave, uh, the caller, did, uh, you know, uh, what can he do? You, you have to call and complain. And uh, do you call the local eight hundred number? Do you get on your social media and tweet at Ring of Honor? You know, what can you really do? I mean, yeah, they, they tried to put a giant Band-Aid on the problem by saying, hey, if you order it on pay-per-view or wherever, you know, uh, we'll, uh, we'll refund you the money. I guess it's the only thing they could have done. These are issues, big issues. Yeah, and, and Bully, and this is part of the problem, and you mentioned this, and this is where I got to give you a lot of credit because you said this from day one. When they made the deal with Peacock and it was a billion-dollar deal, how do you say no to a billion-dollar deal like the WWE? But you're now a part of Peacock has your, your service. This is not a priority. WWE is not a priority to Peacock. It's just one of the many things that are on there. You know, Sinclair, it's just one of the many products for Sinclair. When it was just the WWE Network, then it's the WWE is their priority. You wouldn't have had these issues with Lex Luger or the Untold Nexus or Stone Cold Steve Austin and that. Those things would not have been an issue a year ago on the WWE Network, but now it's an issue on Peacock. And do you think Peacock is sweating this morning? Nope. No. No. And you would be crazy to think so. Do you think Sinclair is sweating this morning? The answer to that is no. Nope. You know when Peacock will start to sweat? When they start to see numbers dwindling. And you know how many people it's going to take for that to happen? So right now... It's it just the sporadic amount of people that complain. They just look at that as collateral damage. Whatever. No yep. big deal. Take care of the situation or it'll work itself out. That's just the way it is. Peacock is entirely too big of a uh, streaming service. 
Sinclair entirely too big of a broadcasting company that are they going to truly worry about a couple of people complaining about the network or a couple of people complaining about Honor Club? No. When it effectually affects their bottom line, which I don't think enough people will call and complain about for it to affect the bottom line, that's when they'll start to worry. Otherwise, you can scream at the top of your lungs. Nobody's going to hear you. You're in the middle of the Sahara screaming and (laughs) hundreds of miles in each direction. Ain't nothing going to happen. And you're going to burn out and die before anybody before anybody pays attention to you. This is Lindsay Rhodes, and I'm so excited for my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, to be joining the SiriusXM sports family. We'll be talking about the most compelling topics and to some of the most interesting people in and around the NFL, taking a look at things through my somewhat nerdy football lens. I like to push past the low-hanging fruit to get to the real stories that are going to make you feel like a smarter football fan. So please join me every Wednesday for The NFL Roadshow, available on the SXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Our guest who joins us now, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. Johnny, how are you this morning? I'm great. Thank you for the intro. You killed it. Uh, Dude, thank you for joining us. And Bully and I, I mean, Bully, I mean, explain. All we do is say how great NXT is on a weekly basis. And obviously, Johnny, you're one of the reasons why. And Karrion Cross holding on to that championship, maybe that will change come tomorrow night. I mean, that's the goal, right? I mean, yeah. you get in this title match and you get in a match against Karrion Cross, who is basically the big bad. He's the big boss at the end of the video game. And who better to go up against the big boss at the end of the video game than Johnny Wrestling himself, right? Johnny, is this a need-to-win match for you? I think so. Uh, and that that says a lot. I, I think I need to win this for a lot of different reasons. Um Carrying Cross with the NXT Championship for me, in a lot of people's minds, you're the NXT Champion. You are the best of the brand. You are the top dog. And I do not want to live in a world where people think Carrying Cross is better than Johnny Gargano because I know he is not better than Johnny Gargano. There are not a lot of guys better than Johnny Gargano. And tomorrow night, I prove that. Johnny, one of the things that me and Dave talk about a lot on the show is the talent the talent relationship with creative and the things that we see come together on any given show on any given day of the week. 
we both love NXT so much. I think it is the best pro wrestling show on the planet right now and on television. I'm not calling it sports entertainment. I'm calling it pro wrestling. Um, what do you think sets your locker room and the talent, the men and the women, uh, apart from the rest of the talent out there in other respective companies? So I've, I've said for years that I firmly believe in our locker room. Uh, like, especially like you look at the 2018, 2019 era of NXT, I would put our locker room up against any locker room in the world. Um, and I think what separates, especially for the show perspective, is just the creative freedom, right? Um, especially for a guy like me, a guy like Adam Cole, uh, guys like that who have earned the trust that they're going to go to us and they're going to say like, okay, how can we make this better? Uh, do you have any ideas you can go for? A lot of the stuff you're seeing with the way on TV right now, like as horrifying as it is to say, it's kind of, it's kind of from my brain. <laughs> the Johnny Gargano you're seeing on TV right now is as close to the real Johnny Gargano as you're going to get. And it's funny because when you look at me, you see the relatable underdog, Johnny Gargano, Johnny wrestling, like you, you know that of me, but what you're seeing on TV right now is the most authentic. And I think that just comes from the freedom to be able to, to go out there and just do what I love and just give you me. If a lot of the way is coming from your brain right now, and it's the most authentic version of Johnny Gargano that we're seeing, is this your favorite time to be working then? Your favorite yeah. time to be wrestling? Are you, are, is it, are you getting into that ring with more passion and, 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 and just you know fire than you ever have? Yeah, it's definitely my favorite time period, especially from a character perspective. Uh, just because, like, I, man, I, I almost feel like at this point I can do almost anything and I can try to make it work. And that was kind of a, a like, a, like a, a challenge for me. And I challenged myself as I'm like, okay, everyone knows and they love Johnny Organo, the baby face. What can I do to completely turn this thing around and give you a completely different side of me? Because I think wrestling is all about evolution. It's all about changing. It's all about giving people different things, keeping the audience excited. And for me, like I kind of took it as a challenge. Like, okay, what can I get over? Okay, you give me a TV, I'm going to get this TV over. You give me a headband, I'm going to get this headband over. I'm going to give, I'm going to get over whatever I need to get over. Because I, it just, it was, that was fun for me. So like, yes, like right now is the most creatively, so, like, I'm very creatively fulfilled right now. You know, Johnny, Bully just said, as far as like a pro wrestling product, nobody does it better than NXT. But even if you go on the other side with the sports entertainment, with the, with the vignettes, with the production, with the storytelling, I think you guys are killing it there as well. I mean, do you feel that same way that you, really right now NXT is firing on all cylinders? I definitely think so. And you brought up kind of the 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 whole people might say like oh it's just pro wrestling where's the sports entertainment where's the entertainment value like i took it i took that upon myself you know i kind of saw the show and i was like okay like there's a lot of great matches everyone's a great wrestler what can i do to give a different element to this show and you get the way and you get the kind of the sitcom-y sort of yep. fun vibe there you get the gargano christmas special you get all the skits with the the sending austin to therapy and things like all the stuff with Dexter. Uh, and I think like, like that, again, like I said, like I took it upon myself as a challenge because people always saw me and guys like me, smaller guys, they always get the, oh man, he's a great wrestler, but what's his character? Like, I don't really know what his character is. I don't get his character. I'm like, okay, 
you want to know what my character is? I'm going to give you every character in the freaking world. Like here it is. <laughs> so I think like, like that's, what's fun for me. Like, you know me, like I'm a, I'm a kid from Cleveland, Ohio. So I got a chip on my shoulder always. So I'm always looking to kind of go at the people that keep moving the goalposts for me. Uh, I love the fact that you just took accountability and you said, what can I do to get more people to view me? And which in turn will be what, what can I do to get more people to, to view the entire product, NXT as a whole. What do you think NXT can do right now to get more people watching their product, period? Man, so I think because it, it seems like to... you guys have done everything. Yes. And and like we have, and we've gone after different niche crowds. We've gone after we brought back Great American Bash, we brought Halloween Havoc, and Halloween Havoc did immensely well. It did great. And I think it just comes down to being able to tell long-term stories. And like I've always been a big fan of like everyone knows me. I love Marvel movies, I love things like that. I love being able to reward the viewer for watching, right? And you don't ever want to feel like you're wasting your time. You don't want to tune in one week and then tune in the next week and be like, wait, what's happening? You want to see a thread. You want to see a long-term story. And I think that's when NXT is at its best is when we're capable of telling these long-term stories. Stories like me and Tommaso. Get stories like Kyle and Adam. I think like you, you're able to tell these stories. And I think that's when you hook the audience. That's when you start building your viewership is when from week to week you are rewarding these viewers for tuning in. Well, let's get into what's going to take place tomorrow night. NXT on USA, 8 p.m. Eastern time. You and Karrion Cross, Like you said, Karrion Cross, big man. He's been phenomenal since joining NXT. And I think the X factor is Samoa Joe as the referee. So, you know, talk a little bit about this matchup tomorrow night. So it's me and Karrion Cross, NXT Championship. Samoa Joe is the guest referee. Like, I think that itself, like whenever, I feel like whenever Samoa Joe is on TV, I think it's must-see television. I think he's got this presence about him, especially in his current role. I think it just gives such a new dynamic to the show where he's able to go around and stop these fights and stop chaos and be this big enforcer that everyone's scared of. And especially for me, my character, where I kind of think Samoa Joe's my best friend. So, like, for me, like, I think they're going into this match. I'm like, yeah, my big buddy Samoa Joe, which I pitched. Look, I pitched a buddy cop movie between me and Samoa Joe, which I think would be amazing. So that's on the horn. <laughs> that's on the horn. Uh, yeah, man, with this match, I think uh, you got me and Karrion Cross. You got Johnny Wrestling versus the Big Bad NXT Championship on the line. Samoa Joe as the guest referee. I think you have to tune in to find out what's going to happen because it's going to be wild. Johnny, you mentioned the the Coles, the O'Reillys, the, uh, the, the Chompas, the Garganos, and all of the main eventers in NXT who, in my opinion, you guys have all rubbed each other to the top. You can only do so much for one another before there's nothing left to do. Uh, would you like to see NXT possibly bring in some talent from the outside, maybe some veteran talent from the outside to work to help you guys work to the next level? Or maybe talent, uh, here's a perfect one, like a Cesaro, who may yeah. not be doing as much as he possibly can be doing on the main roster and coming back to NXT, you know, where you can all benefit from a talent like that. Yeah, I think I would absolutely love that. I think NXT works best, and this is obviously my opinion, I think NXT is a third brand. Uh, I think you should be able to uh, send guys from NXT to Raw and SmackDown. You should also be able to send guys from Raw and SmackDown to NXT. You saw it with Finn Balor. I think you brought up a guy like Cesaro. Trust me, we would love to have Cesaro. I think the dream matches you can get with Cesaro and NXT is just 
man, I can't, (laughs) they're amazing. Uh, Cesaro is one of them. Like, obviously there's a lot of guys I would like to work with as well that I haven't had a chance to yet. Uh, Guys like AJ Styles, guys like Seth Rollins, uh, like, and Daniel Bryan was another guy on my list. Um, Those three were always the ones I get when I'm asked who I would like to be in the ring with. So I think like, I would love if we start sending some guys over to NXT. Cause like, who knows? Like, I think Johnny Organo versus Cesaro on a takeover would be pretty wild. You know, you, you, you mentioned about the stories, and, and, and I love the common thread, tuning into the next week because you know this story is going to continue. You need good players in order to tell stories, but you also good, need good narrators. Talk about how great this commentating team is for NXT. Vic Joseph, Beth Phoenix, oh, and yeah. Wade Barrett have been doing a phenomenal job. How important are they in the storytelling for NXT? So important, man. So important. And for me, like what I would always do, especially during my takeover run, I would always get with during that time period with Morrow. I would always get with Morrow and we would sit down together and we would basically tell this story. And I'd say, like, okay, here's the story we're trying to get across in this match. So Morrow was absolutely great at that. And now I, I cannot say enough great things. I'm, I'm biased because he's a Cleveland guy. He was in my wedding, actually. <laughs> he was a groomsman <laughs> in my wedding. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but Vic Joseph is one of my best friends in the world. So to have him be able to be along with this journey with me to be on this ride with me where he's able to call my matches now and hopefully call me winning the NXT championship tomorrow. Like that's a dream come true for both of us Two get from Cleveland, Ohio who get together, watch Browns games all the time, being able to be successful in WWE. That was always our dream. But like outside of Vic Joseph, Beth Phoenix, Wade Barrett, absolutely phenomenal. So good at what they do. And they make us all sound so good. And like you said, Stories are not being stories are not able to be told without great narrators, and we have some of the best in the world. Speaking of the best in the world, Johnny, you also have the best in the world when it comes to backstage producers, some of the best minds in the wrestling industry, obviously, with Hunter and Sean there. When you need help, when you're mm-hmm. stuck, when you need to pick a brain, who's your go to guy in the back? So, my go to guy is. Sean Michaels. Uh, and I, that's wild to say now. Uh, basically, for my money, Sean Michaels is the best to ever do it. Uh, and to have the best to ever do it in my back pocket to where if I'm like, I got I got to come up with something here. To be able to send him a text or just go up to him and be like, hey, Sean, what do you think about this? To be able to bounce ideas off him. Like, obviously, it is a dream come true for someone like me who looked up to that man his whole career, basically his whole life. So Sean is my go-to guy. Obviously, Hunter is one of my go-to guys as well. And that that speaks to what NXT is, though. To be able to just go up to Hunter, like the boss, the guy who makes the decision at the end of the day, and say, like, okay, what are we thinking here? Like, that, that is what makes the product so good, is there's no weird middlemen. There's no weird in-between where you're like, I don't, I'm going to try to do my best, but I don't really know what they want. I'm going to go up to the guy. I'm going to go up to Triple H. I'm going to text him. I'm going to be like, hey, what do you want out of this? And we're going to get the right role there. Uh, Sean Hunter, Matt Bloom, Steve Carino, uh, all of those guys. Like, like I said, we have some of the best minds in the world in NXT in that building in the performance center. And I think if you're a young guy, man, like just, I know it's intimidating at first. Cause it was intimidating for me, especially like just to go up to Sean Michaels and be like, Hey, what do you think about this? But to have those minds in that building, take advantage of it. You got to take advantage of it. I want to talk about your women's division for a second, which I think is off the charts and probably the best women's division 
out there. Um, I, I'm so impressed every single week. And one of the names that has really impressed me for the past couple of months is Zoe Stark. Yeah. Uh, can you please speak to Zoe for a second? And do you see big, big things for her in the future? First time I saw Zoe Stark, uh, I believe she was, she was just practicing like a 450 in the ring. And like her athleticism is absolutely off the charts. Unbelievable. Like I can't believe she's capable of doing some of the things she's capable of doing. Absolute freak of nature. Amazing to see. And I think she has such a bright future. Like you talked about Zoe, but there's so many great women. Obviously, people know that I have a bias towards Candace, obviously. Uh, but Candace, Indy, Io Shirai. Like Io Shirai, for my money, ma- male or female, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Period. Io Shirai is amazing. Like, so good. Uh, but uh, you, the list goes on and on and on. Like, obviously, we just lost, like, Tegan Knox, uh, Shotzi, uh, Tony Storm, like, all three names that are, are going away now. But also, like, they were on the NXT Women's Division. Like, I think, like, you said it yourself. I think the, the great thing about NXT's Women's Division is the depth in the bench we have. Like, like... I said losing a, a Tony, losing a Tony Storm, losing a Tegan Knox, losing a Shotzi could kill any any women's division. But the fact we have such a deep bench, the the fact we have so many girls still waiting in reserve too that are just waiting for their moment, waiting for a chance to break out. I think NXT's women's division is just going to be set up for years and years to come, and they're going to set up WWE for years and years to come. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.